0: Welcome to the Cycle Not Hour. A deep dive into the human unconsciousness through uh, conversation, creativity, cannabis, and various other drugs. I will be your guide, Taylor, and I'm really excited for you guys to join us on this journey today. Uh, It's gonna be a pretty quick episode. This evening I've got a new friend joining us on the episode today. His name is Brandon. Um, Brandon is a friend that I met through another friend and have been able to keep in my circle, um, keep close to me because I love his inspiration and I love his creativity and his energy. Um, He's such an amazing person. I'm really excited for you guys to meet him. So without further ado, we'll just jump right into it. What's up, Brandon?
1: Hey, guys. What's going on?
0: How are you, friend?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm
0: doing fantastic. I'm just so excited that you wanted to come and be on my podcast. I was really nervous to ask you, but I'm glad that you said yes.
1: You know, I was a little nervous, too. I've never been asked to do something like this before, and I think it's going to be really fun for the both of us, so I'm super excited, so thank you.
0: You have the best personality. I just know that you're the type of person people should, like, more people should know about you, so let's just just get into who Brandon is. Like, where are you from, Brandon?
1: So I was actually born in Florida, but I've lived in Arizona, like, all my life, Mm -hmm. so I call Arizona home, and, you know, I can't really remember anything other than Arizona, So Arizona definitely has a special place in my heart. I don't think I foresee myself living in Arizona forever. But I definitely love what Arizona is and what it has to bring to all of us. Like whether it's the seasons, like the good weather, you can go up north for you know, two hours and then you're in the snow almost. So, you know, it's pretty fun. And I like that we can see so many different types of landscape just Mm -hmm. in Arizona. So I think it's really fun.
0: And what's really nice is I think Arizona, Arizona grows so fast, it's ridiculous. Like every other week, I feel like there's a new development being built. But I feel like it's also just becoming more racially diverse. And that's nice because along with like scenery of, you know, landscape, I like to see. Different scenery with people too, sometimes. Of course, but it's nice. What do you What do you do, Brandon? You're in the cannabis space too. Like you're actually heavily in the cannabis space. You're like,
1: yeah. So in that
0: bitch. So tell us what you do.
1: My life almost revolves around cannabis. So I do work in the cannabis industry. I've been in the cannabis space for about four years now, and. What's nice is I am a field brand representative for the Select and Cureleaf. Mm-hmm. So essentially, I'm a bridge for sales and marketing to our wholesale accounts. Okay. So I really help support them in any way I can and, and really just make sure that they're educated in the brand and making sure our brand is well represented in the store.
0: That's really, really. And that's key because branding is branding is everything when it comes to a product. And especially in a market that we live in today, I mean, partially recreational, partially medical. The brand is what gets people to buy your products. And Select has excellent branding. I've always just been very, very um, in awe. So I'm always it's always a good time when you come around.
1: Branding is a very big thing when it comes to product. And this isn't just cannabis products. This is in products in every facet that we buy. And, you know, with Select, they really go above and beyond to make us stand out, Mm -hmm. to make us feel that we're not more than just cannabis. It's almost like a lifestyle that you kind of put yourself into. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really like about this brand, too, is that they make it fun. You know, it's cannabis is all about education for me. But at the end of the day, cannabis is a fun thing. It shouldn't be something that's a burden or something that you feel like. Oh this is too much. I don't know if I can do this. Exactly. Yeah. It shouldn't be an overwhelming feeling. So what I like to bring to the cannabis space is really make sure that whoever I'm speaking with or educating or anything like that is making sure that I'm I know what they're looking for in their journey mm-hmm. with cannabis and I can help them get the products or get the education they need for what they want rather than what I think they need. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's always good to understand the consumer themselves. And when we understand the consumer, it'll help us better understand what they want, what they need, and what they're looking to buy just in general. And, you know, just with branding itself, it's not just with products and packaging and how you represent yourself. It's also that rapport that you build with a, uh, the, the dispensary or maybe it's the bud tender that's actually selling your product, which in our eyes, that bud tender is that fir- that person that really kind of kicks the sale off. and They you know, really
0: set the bar for the patient for what the product is going to be.
1: Exactly. So we want to bring the rapport to the account and really make sure that we're building relationships with them. And that's really my biggest uh thing that I love to do is make sure that I build a relationship with the brand, you with do the company. You such a good job
0: with that too. Like, guys, like such a good job. Listen, when I was reception and Brandon <laughs> would come through, he would come through with like a party pack of the Chick-fil-A nuggets.
1: Yep. You know
0: the Chick-fil-A nuggets <laughs> with the sauce? Oh, He used to come through with the snacks. He'd come through with the swag. He'd come through with the invitations to the sick little kickbacks. he comes through with the product. Like, Brandon is king of rapport building actually like i really admire the way that you take time to actually get to know the people who work at the locations and like talk to them and that's how i feel like i was comfortable just becoming like better friends with you is cuz you just make it you make yourself so approachable
1: yeah that's what you know i really like to take pride in is that i am so personable and i am so approachable in that way that a lot of people do feel that way and mm-hmm. i and i'm glad that i give off that kind of vibe because I'm all about vibes and vibrations and the feels and how you feel when someone's around you Mm -hmm. and energy and everything like that. And, you know, I'm definitely that person that gives and gives and gives my energy to other people. So I definitely know when to, you know, scale back Mm -hmm. or when to, okay, maybe I need to give this person a little more because they're feeling down today or anything like that. So I know... I, I really love that I'm able to do stuff like that just Very within empathetic. my mind, yes, mm-hmm. and, you know, it, you know maybe some days it takes a toll, but, you know, at the end of the day, I know that it made that person feel better, maybe, or maybe it just made their day, and I think that's what I really, just that little, not even gratification, but knowing that, okay,
0: you're I, helping somebody. It's, yeah, I I made that's, a it's difference. a gratifying feeling to know that, like, you've helped somebody to come out of a feeling that like maybe you understand and like have not been able to get out of yourself I completely completely understand that I think that's awesome you put your you put your like emotions in your heart into like everything you do like you do all kinds of things you do photography yeah and you're an excellent photographer actually hold on a second like let's just pause (laughs) in the show what's your what's your Instagram handle real quick
1: okay so my Instagram is brbrandon and you can find it on there and You have a really good mix of kind of everything. You know, I don't do just one type of style of photography. And, you know, I love to be a creative. And I love that we're able to even create right now, you Mm -hmm. know. And I love that Taylor came into my life because she is such a creative person. And she has that creative drive that inspires other people, even people like me. (laughs)
0: Oh, stop. Oh, stop. So, you're gonna, I, I can't blush but you're going to make me blush <laughs> that's so sweet I just I'm, I'm very like like you're you've taken pictures of me even also um, we have weed can we smoke this weed
1: yeah let's spark okay up. cool
0: let's spark up we're, we're smoking um, lemon brulee and you brought listen Brandon brought the kicker he brought some agua frescas
1: yes from
0: gross sciences we all love gross sciences sure I don't do. know if you've seen their can of cribs episode but you should um, Check it so it that's out. what we're going to be smoking today. Nice sativas. We got a couple dabs that we'll do too. But um, back to what we were talking about. <laughs> um, you've taken pictures of me and I'm always in awe of your color grading and your balancing. It's so even no matter like who you're shooting. Like Your style is very, very, very set and it's very aesthetic and I love it.
1: Yeah, what I really like to do is work with natural light and work with natural skin tone and coloring. I don't really like things to look too... Over the top or too overly dramatic, I mean, we could totally take a dramatic picture, but I don't want, say, the coloring or things like that to look so dramatic that Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, is that person purple? (laughs) Like,
0: is this real or (laughs) fantasy?
1: (laughs) And, you know, there's there's a type of photography for everyone, and I think that type of photography in terms of, like, natural, realistic type of color grading is definitely up my alley. It really catches my eye and really brings my attention to the the what's the word I'm looking for
0: like the aesthetic
1: yeah the aesthetic and just whoever we're shooting or whatever we're shooting the subject yeah yeah. just the subject in general so it really just brings your attention even clearer to the image which is what I love you know just to grab someone's attention with photography or anything like that
0: that's beautiful and you take, I mean, you take a lot of family port. Is, is is family portraits something that, like, you're most interested in? Or how would you rank, like, the photography styles that you like so most? So
1: my type of style, I like to explain it as lifestyle portraiture. So mm-hmm. I necessarily love to take just portraits in general. So whether it's, I mostly like to take just, like, general Portraits of singular subjects, Mm -hmm. maybe not so much families, but I'm totally open to families. I'm not going to say no. (laughs) But, you know, I love to just work with one or two subjects at a time and collaborate with them. Kind of have that like
0: personal connection with that that person. Exactly.
1: What I really like to do, and this really comes back to what I do with my job, is I build the rapport with my clients. So I'm going to ask them, what are things that you've always wanted to do with a photo shoot? Mm. How can I make this come to life for you? Or I want to ask them, what are color palettes that we want to work with? What are you thinking of this photo? Or how are you thinking that this photo is going to turn out? Mm -hmm. And I want to pick their brain and see what they're thinking of how I'm going to do it. Rather than, you know, just doing it. And some people might say, well, you know, you have your own creative process. You you. just do what you need to do. But I want to include them in the process i want them to their picture totally they're going to get the end result so i want them to feel involved in the whole process not just okay i stood there for the picture
0: (laughs) and yeah sure you'll give them a nice picture that they like but it's not something that like really represents them
1: exactly i totally
0: understand that i'm like that as well like very much asking like what do you want to get across with this like what's the emotion you want people to feel when they look at this like where are you going to put this (laughs) And these are all, like, really important questions when dealing with someone's, um, like, creative profiles.
1: Yeah, and that's something that I really like is that, you know, this is, when it comes to being a creative, it's always a collaborative effort and whatever kind of aspect you're going to work in. So I think it's always cool to have it be a collaborative thing with whoever I'm going to work with, whether it's you, whether it's a client or, um, my family, you mm-hmm. know, I want, I you know, I'll ask my mom. She actually has her own cookie business. I've and- seen your mom's <laughs> cookie business. Please give her a shout out too. Okay. So shout out to my mama. So her name is Jeanette. She has an awesome sugar cookie business. She makes, um, Personalized cookies. Her Instagram handle is JJ Sweet Treats, And, you know, she can literally do anything. And I've done a little photo shoot for her cookies and her products. And, you know, I always ask her, okay, what are things that you're looking in this photo to look like? Okay, how do you want it to look on your page? Because she posts everything on Instagram. So things are very an aesthetic-looking thing when it comes to things on Instagram, especially for a brand. You want your Instagram page to look... You know, so, like, cohesive. Mm -hmm. We want it to look, you know, very nice looking on the eye. The aesthetic
0: is everything these days. I don't know if that's that's something that's kind of new that's popped up Mm -hmm. in our generation. But, like, the aesthetic is really everything. And if your (laughs) aesthetic is off, like, your brand almost won't survive.
1: Yeah, I think consistency is almost key when it comes to a lot of things. Because that's what a lot of people look for, I feel like. Mm -hmm. You know, we want... I, I know when it comes to cannabis, you know, a lot of people look for that same experience.
0: The consistency is, yeah. And that's why you even have, um, that's why you get to different phenotypes, even in flower. Because if I tell you that it's MAC and it doesn't smoke the same way that the last MAC you smoked, like, you're going to be upset. So exactly. now you need to know this is MAC number one and mm-hmm. this is MAC number two because they're similar but not the same.
1: <laughs> Where can I ash this?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Pause.
1: Let's get an ashtray real quick. <laughs>
0: Had a slight interruption. Had to find an ashtray. Um, we back. <laughs> I live with the man who would probably kill me if I ashed on another one of his rolling trays. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Um, shout out to our producer Brent. We miss you, and you're not here, but we miss you. We miss you. Um, okay, so getting back into what we were talking about, just um, photography and aesthetic. Oh, your mom. Your mom. Your mom and her cookies. Her cookies are so cute. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a a, a box for my birthday. I want to get like.
1: You should. My face
0: or, like, my butt cheeks or something. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, she can do
1: it. (laughs) Trust me, guys. You said she She can do anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're very, very cute. Do you think that you got your creativity from your mom, then?
1: You know, I really think so. And what's cool is I actually see a lot of uh, creative kind of aspects within my whole mom's family. So... My aunt, she's a teacher but like you know a lot of teachers they make a lot of things for their students for They're their very, lessons mm-hmm. and things like that so you they can have already to be creative. You already know she's creative. My uncle, so he can paint. He is a gl- liter- uh, an amazing painter. He can like sculpt, work with clay, he can draw, he can do any artistic thing like that. Um, another one of my uncles is a photographer actually. And then there's me. I'm also fo- a You're photographer. So <laughs> um, oh, and my sister, she's actually a videographer. So, Ooh. you know, there's kind of like a little bit of everything within my family. And, you know, I really do believe it comes, it come, came from that. And, um, You know, I think also what sparks my creativity is not only, like, cannabis and stuff, but, like, music. Music is also, like, a big thing for me. Oh, really? music kind of just, like, sets a vibe in just my eyes. It kind of sets the story almost. It really
0: kind of, the vibes vibes flow out from the music. I completely get that. So it's not
1: necessarily, like, I'm including it in the end product, but it's through the creative process to where, whether it's I'm trying to brainstorm for, um you know ideas and you know or even just
0: on a shoot like having music on a shoot like really 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 affects the way that the shoot goes sometimes and that's
1: what we're going to do today we're actually going to do a shoot later today and i really want to incorporate a really great funky beats and things like that to really get a vibe going and get some good pictures and movement and fluidity and everything like that through the picture and With music, it helps so much.
0: Yes, I agree. Like, anytime I go on a photo shoot and I forget my speaker, I just fuck my life you honestly. feel lost I'm just like what am I supposed to do with my feet or my hands like I'm just sitting here in nature <laughs> being fucking weird but when you have music when you have music and then I also agree like music and cannabis are very similar in that sense when you have one or the other like everything just flows a little bit easier
1: mm-hmm. it really does or you think of things that maybe you don't normally think of that you're like oh, why didn't I think of that before? I need to try it this way,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know, you can really kind of think outside the box almost.
0: Yeah. Do you do you play anything, or just <laughs> mostly like like listening?
1: So I, actually, I can't play a recorder, to
0: be honest.
1: I don't play, but actually, I'm a sing. I'm a singer. So <clears throat> I never heard you sing. I know. So I've actually been. Like, throughout, like, school, like, you know, grade school and high school and stuff like that, I was in choir. Um, in high school, we actually got to travel to Chicago Ooh. to sing in some awesome uh, orchestra hall. We got to go to Disneyland and SeaWorld and, like, all these c- crazy cool places just through music. So I think it was really cool. And music has just always been a big part of my life. And it's always been playing in the background at my grandma and grandpa's house or at my Lola and Lola's house. And, you know, it's been a really big thing throughout my entire family. So music is always going to be, like, a really big thing in my heart in my, and in my life. Yeah. So it's always going to be there. And I can always, uh, you know, uh, what's the word?
0: It's an expression. You'll never, like, you can always fall back on that.
1: Yeah, I can always fall back on music and just have it be there because mm-hmm. it always will be there
0: hmm. That's beautiful. And I always I admire any creative that like has multiple realms and outreaches of creativity because it's so hard to kind of flex that one creative muscle in one realm to be able to expand your mind and encompass more um, creative outlets. I think mm-hmm. is, I think that's awesome. I've always really admired people who can do that.
1: Yes. So I think it's super cool that I even get the chance to have all these different types of things that I'm able to work with or even to use, like, cannabis and have music at the same time mm-hmm. and things like that, like...
0: Oh, it's a different experience.
1: I'm so grateful for those things. Yeah,
0: so. yeah. Wow, we sound like some potheads over here.
1: <laughs> There's Agua is hitting us, guys.
0: How did you get into photography? Like, do you remember kind of what your first little inkling, that like, that's what you wanted to do?
1: Um, It was, honestly, I remember... Um, basically like in junior high, that's when I really started (coughs) in junior high. That's when I really started to be interested in what photography was or what it could be for at least myself. So in junior high, I would just, you know, really just kind of look at pictures and photography and things like that. And in high school, I had the opportunity to actually take a photography class, which my high school offered, which I was very grateful for, because I don't know, maybe some high schools don't. I think offer well things like now
0: that. now high schools are not offering a whole lot of things, but I think you're the right. arts. I mean, funding for the arts has been a constant and ever-waging battle, <laughs> ever-waging battle, because people don't understand that sometimes the arts keep kids alive and they should really put money into them
1: and you know i really believe that like those things is kind of what made me want to do things like what i'm doing today so in high school i was able to do digital and um film photography so, Ooh,
0: so like darkroom stuff
1: i was able to develop my own film i was able to Print my own film and everything like that. It was so awesome to experience, and this is definitely something that I want to look into in the future. You know, do Even you this like year. digital
0: or film more?
1: Um, I, I've never
0: actually shot on film.
1: I love film for the aspect of there's no editing, so to speak. You, you know, really got to get it. There's it's really that straight out of camera feel, and it. I mean it really kind of brings to that like that aesthetic that vibe of how that photo comes out it does have that natural grain maybe or uh. maybe it has that that film look that yeah. people kind of associate film pictures with you know those things kind of just like if i feel for those pictures in my heart almost like you know i really can See that picture in time almost, and yeah, I think and kind of
0: gain emotion from it,
1: yeah. And it's almost like really special. And you know, I actually did this um during Christmas, I just bought like a point and shoot from Walgreens, you know <laughs> what I mean? Just a little <laughs> film camera, schools? the old school ones, the Kodaks, oh, you know, codex. and we took it to my boyfriend's family's for Christmas, and we just shot it all up and got a bunch of the film developed and got the f- uh, pictures back. And oh my God, I don't think I've ever been so happy to get pictures. Cause I was like, cause you didn't
0: know what they were going to look yeah, like. I had no
1: idea kind of what oh was my on there. God, I, guys. Gave, I gave the camera to someone. I was like, can you just fill up half the film and then I'll just fill up the other half. And so it was pretty fun getting the pictures at the end because I didn't even know what the other halves were. And then it was cool to just kind of see everything in real time, almost instead of seeing it digitally, where we could just scroll through it, well, yeah, physically... kind of mindlessly,
0: like the 500 yes. options of the same picture yeah. that you took.
1: We can I have love actual that. feeling of the picture. And
0: I've been thinking a lot about like actual pictures lately, and like maybe printing like some of my pictures in order to have in a physical photo book because I really do appreciate the nostalgia and like the value in that, but. I'm going to take your idea. I'm not even going to lie to you. That's such a great idea. I'm going to use that next time, like, my family gets together or something. Like, and
1: it really... That sounds
0: so much fun.
1: It really wasn't too expensive to get them developed. I thought it would be nowadays because I've I think heard it like, it, would it used be. to be,
0: like, a couple, like, what, like, 92 cents for, like, I don't know.
1: Well, now <laughs> it's $15, which really realistically isn't that bad. But, you know, I think it's still fun. But yeah. I really enjoy digital more, I feel like just because there's so many things that you can do with it. You can literally turn a night picture into day. Literally. With <laughs> not Photoshop, even not the magic even just figuratively. You can literally turn it into day. So, you know, I think my favorite thing about photography is not only the creative process, but is post process. I love to edit the editing. <laughs> and like you were saying earlier with you know, my color grading and stuff, those are the things that I really love to do is edit the photos. I could literally sit there all night <coughs> and just all make day. them like
0: perfect. I, that's my problem.
1: Because I,
0: I lightroom each, I lightroom and Photoshop each photo individually, and then it takes me hours to finish one session, and then I've wasted my time.
1: Well, we'll get you caught up on your workflow. We'll get you a little easier flow. I'll help you. <laughs>
0: Low key, though, guys, I'm a big fan of like speeding up workflows and making things easier, faster, more lucrative, more profitable. I'm down with that. So, yes, please. Time is money. Time is literally money. <laughs> That's one thing I'm learning as I'm growing up is like it happens a little faster than they say it would. And time is literally money.
1: Yeah, guys, we don't have a lot of time, to be honest.
0: <laughs> Not with the way things are shaking out right now. Oh, yeah. So in the future, I mean, like, you do a lot. You say you like, you like portraiture. You like uh, lifestyle portraiture, photography. Um, <coughs> is, are there other types of photography that maybe you haven't had a chance to try yet that you'd like to in the future?
1: Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> so really, I think one of my dreams when it comes to photography is really being more of a fashion photographer. Um, mm-hmm. I love art. And art can mean anything. Music, um, photography, painting, clothes, um, fashion, anything like that. So I love all facets of art and definitely fashion. And, you know, I'd love to be a fashion photographer or even do... Like editorial
0: type yeah, things? Yeah, definitely
1: do editorials. Um, even if it was like commercial type things, like I'd love to kind of do things like that. Even just you know, try something in a garage just like this, you know? And I think stuff like that is, I really feel like it's more fun and more creative in that kind of sense where you can go kind of buck wild and do what you need to do Mm -hmm. to make this shot kind of really stand out or to make that person go, whoa.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I totally, totally agree. It's so much fun when, like, a weird kind of, like, avant-garde concept works out. I'm just like, ooh. That was strange, but I liked it. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I like weird stuff. Like, I'm a big fan of the editorial, um, like, magazine colors with first a lot of color, but then, like, very awkward angles or, like, um, uncomfortable imagery. Like, I like the things that make, like, the hairs on your back of neck stand up for some reason. You're like, I don't know if I
1: like that. I like that kind of stuff. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I should be looking at this, but I like it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that kind of stuff. That's really cool. I'm excited to see what you're able to do because the level of detail that you have in your work and just the passion, like the pure raw, like one thing I'll say about Brandon, the pure raw passion that you put into everything is very admirable. Like I love talking about like you, just even you at work. Anytime someone brings up Brandon, I'm like, yeah, he's the shit. Like, you know who Brandon is because <laughs> everyone does. You come through and you really leave like an impression on everybody. And I think you do that in all facets of like all facets of life, honestly. But um, I'm very grateful to know you and to be able to kind of um, benefit from your creativity. And we Aww. do have a photo shoot and some other fun little promo stuff to do today. So I'm really excited to create with you.
1: Yes. Thank you, Taylor. I really appreciate that.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm just very happy to know you. Thank you for coming into my life.
1: Yes. Thank you for being my friend.
0: Always. Now, I like to end the show. Um, with just a couple, I just, I just, I just want to pick your brain a little bit now that we're a little high. Actually, I kind of think that we might need to get a little bit more high. Let's
1: take a dab.
0: Yes. Okay. So Brandon brought his puffco. Uh, Mm we're, we're, we're going to get into the, into the pothead stuff. So if you've listened this far (laughs) in the episode, I appreciate you. And if you need to leave, I understand, but we are going to get into some existentialism in just a moment. So stay tuned if you want to hear about aliens. Okay, so in this okay, puffco, we've got some, um, some delicious batter I just picked up last night from Nectar Farms. It is Sunny Mac. Sunny Mac is like one of my first OG favorites. It's a sativa hybrid. It's really bright. It's really energizing. It's fantastic for creatives. Um, and I'm really excited to smoke that.
1: <laughs> There's still some in here, so we'll clear it out.
0: <laughs> yes, producer man took a big took a big rip before he left. Has it vibrated yet?
1: Not yet. So when it vibrates, you're going to hit it slow and shallow, and you'll be good to go.
0: I'm not fancy whatsoever. So I've hit a Puffco once in my life.
1: It's about to be twice.
0: Yeah. I like to take (laughs) hot rips out of a dirty dab rig.
1: Then there's a vibrate.
0: It's buzzing. (laughs) Okay, and I just... Yeah, just like that.
1: Yep. (laughs) <laughs> She's a pro. <laughs> <coughs>
0: that sounded super sexy on the mics.
1: <coughs> Delicioso.
0: The other, oh, I keep scratching this tattoo. I really need to stop. You just got it? Yeah, fresh tattoos. Don't scratch them. No matter, <coughs> no matter how much they ask you to. <coughs> and this is the portion of the show where you listen to us hack out our lungs
1: (coughs) of course ain't no joke
0: Delicioso. (laughs) um i also have this super cool tool that was gifted to me by my friend um uh koala puffs in los angeles called the little dipper and it's like an electronic connector collector I really want you to try it. They're really, really fun. That's so
1: cute that she gave that to you. It's my favorite
0: thing ever. I think she can see in my heart. Like, she could see in my heart I wasn't built like the big kids. Like, I couldn't hang with the big dabbers. But this is good for me. (laughs) So you're going to hold down the button. And this little tip here is going to actually get red. Like, it's going to coil up and get red. And then you just touch it.
1: Do I wait till it gets red? I
0: don't have to. You don't have to because I know you don't like super hot dabs. Okay. But you have to hold the button down. Keep holding it down, touch it, and then pull. Okay. Okay.
1: Fun. I've never done this before. It's
0: honestly such a smooth pull, it's a problem.
1: Okay. Let's try it, you guys.
0: It's smoking. Yep. It doesn't even feel like you're pulling,
1: huh? Dang, I think I need to take another one because it was so smooth.
0: Take another dab. When in doubt, take another one. Oh. Way more than you thought, right? Whoa. Every time I can see, that's the problem. And that's the problem with the Little Dipper is you can easily smoke way too much concentrate because you don't even think it's working.
1: Dang, that is really good, I like that. It's my
0: favorite thing in the world, honestly. My favorite. I don't even know where to get them. I think you can get them online. I'll have to. I'll find. I'll find a link for y'all. I'll find a link for you.
1: Mm Mhm. Coupon code in the comments. I'm just kidding.
0: I wish (laughs) if y'all want to give you one.
1: Yeah, for real. (laughs) Sign us up. (coughs) (coughs) At Small Time Psycho or Br Brandon.
0: You could try the coupon code. (coughs) I can't promise that it'll work. But try it and let me know. Because if it does work, I'll, I'll use it too. <coughs> Alright, Brandon. Now that we're high, I have to ask you the age old question. The fuck do you think is out there in space?
1: Okay. I love this topic.
0: I really wanna know. Cause everybody has a different answer. And I wanna know I wanna know what you think. I really wanna know what you think.
1: So, we are definitely we are ourselves are aliens. So Whoa. we have to have to agree that there has to be other types of living forms. Now, elsewhere.
0: wait, why are we aliens?
1: I say this because let's just say there would be another. Type of life, we would be considered aliens to them. Right. So, in my eyes, like, we also are just living on this big rock called Earth, Mm -hmm. floating in space, and maybe someone else is too. Just
0: also trying to figure it out?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like, you know, there's other things, people, if you want to call them people, out there that. Also think that that maybe don't have that technology to kind of get here or to learn about it or anything like that. But I definitely definitely believe in aliens. I think they're out there. I've actually seen two no, you sightings.
0: Haven't. No, you haven't. Really? Yes. Tell me, please. Okay. Please. <laughs> I've All never right. seen an alien. They don't want to talk to me.
1: <laughs> so there was this one time that. Me and two of my other friends, we were driving in my neighborhood. We were out, we were just going home to my house. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty late at night. Um, it was probably like 10 o'clock and I live right across the street from a hospital. Mm-hmm. And this hospital was one where they have a lot of um, helicopters come in and out to take people. So there was this one night where, and it was during summer, and summer in Arizona is beautiful sometimes, at night at least. So, you know, we had all of our windows down, and we weren't listening to music. We were actually all just talking. And we were going down this road, taking a left, and we see this kind of light, and it. we thought it would have been a helicopter, but it was, like, four red dots in a in a square and what was happening is it was pretty much swaying in the sky like up and down like this but it was actually really low to the ground so that's why we thought it would have been a helicopter so what as
0: opposed to like an airplane
1: yeah exactly because you know when I saw the red lights I First assumed helicopter, airplane, because they are they're they were at, at least there, the red. So I was like, okay, it has to be something like that. But as we were driving closer and turning left, we saw it was more like in a square formation, the lights, and then we saw it go up and down, and that it was low to the ground, that we could see it. And it looked kind of like a pyramid, sort oh. of. So... It was very strange. So it went from
0: a square to a pyramid?
1: Well, like you could you could see like the light formation in a square. Mm. So like think of like a pyramid, how it's bought square at the bottom and I it see. comes to a tip. Yes. So we could just see those four lights at each of the tips of the bottom. Okay. If that's making yes.
0: sense. Yes. Yes.
1: So when we were when we were turning and we saw that it was kind of like a pyramid shape, we noticed that it was going up and down and we had our windows down of course so we couldn't hear anything that this aircraft was making so we and we saw all of a sudden a bunch of like wind like a gust of wind and like all these trees kind of around oh and like gosh. i was kind of and i was driving really slow so i was like what the heck is going on you guys like what is that and we were convinced like this is definitely something oh that's a change battery pack
0: Um, This one's still recording. It's okay. Okay. Thank you for noticing. No way. I did not (laughs) notice.
1: Um, but basically, what happened when we saw that all this wind happening, we saw um, two people on the sidewalk, literally looking up into the sky, pointing and running away. So it and i was i was a, i'm a am te- was a teenager at the time so i was 17 16 years old just got my license chilling with my friends just going home and i'm now scared i'm literally <sighs> like we want to see this object go and like go away like to see where it's going so we follow it and it just slowly just disappears into the sky we don't see it at all and then that was it and then, what? That was my first <laughs> um, alien sighting. So <laughs> you said,
0: and that was the first time the aliens saw me. <laughs>
1: yeah. So. Oh
0: my god. That was the first time
1: where I was like convinced like aliens are real. They're definitely. You real.
0: think they were just like, just like peeking around?
1: Yeah, I feel like they do that
0: every once in a while. Just check up on
1: us. Totally. We'll see how we're
0: doing. I, I I've heard I've heard a theory basically that's that states that. There's a couple of different options that could be happening within the universe, but one of them could be that we are not at a level of intelligence yet. Oh, that we're a I've threat. I've heard that one too. And so they're just they keep checking in on us just to make sure we're not getting too smart. And once we get too smart, they're gonna wipe us out.
1: And what I've I've also heard another theory where like our so us we do not use the amount of brain power to our fullest capabilities, mm-hmm. and let's just say aliens do. Mm-hmm. So they say that, like, there's a certain race of aliens that are like us, but use their full potential brain power. That's what makes them so intelligent and far advanced and kind of out of this world, so to speak. And that's another theory I, I've heard. And there's a part of me that, you know, really believes it, and there's another part of me that is kind of questionable about it, but I definitely lean towards, like, okay, maybe it is true, because I know that there's people that can unlock that 100
0: oh yeah like those like savants like those people who are i don't know low-key i think some athletes may be like either partially alien or (laughs) like i just feel like certain people like like certain people like like kobe or like your body shouldn't be able to do that like some people bodybuilders who can get like bigger than anyone else like something's Something's going on in your jeans. Where are you
1: from? Where
0: are you (laughs) you from? Because I'm not sure.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: I had so much fun with you today, Brandon. Thank you so much for coming on this episode with me. Thank you for um, letting me get my jitters out. Thank you for just being so cool about everything. You're always so cool about everything.
1: Thank you, Taylor. I really appreciate being on here and... You know, hopefully this isn't going to be the last...
0: Never. If you're down to come back, I'm down to have you back.
1: Yes, Yes. I am so down. I love it. Please
0: let the people know where they can find you. um, What projects maybe you want to start working on soon or what's going on? Like, where can we see you?
1: Yes, so you guys can find me on Instagram. My handle is at BRBrandon. And then some things that I want to work on pretty soon is... I definitely want to work with you and try and get some... uh, I want to try and do like an album covers shoot or like, you know, Ooh. try and make photos into album covers that or like, fun. you know, do some kind of cool smoking photo shoot mm. or I don't know, kind of work on something. something along those lines and then do like a. Um, like a high end kind of photo shoot with you, too.
0: You know what? We might have to have a conversation because I might find a way to, 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 to connect a fashion photographer with the fashion designer. We might have to start working with some stuff and get some stuff moving around.
1: I love it. <clears throat>
0: Please go and follow Brandon. Um, also, you know, anywhere that you can find him online, you're gonna see his photography. Make sure you guys interact with all of his stuff because it really is amazing. Um, and, of course, we'll have him back in the future. Thank you so much for watching this episode. You can find me, Taylor, at uh, Small Town Psycho on the Internet. Um, hopefully you're following this show, which is more important. Um, you can find us at the Not Hour on Instagram, Facebook. We might have a Twitter. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> um, but... Please interact with us, let us know what you think. If you're listening to this episode, um, go ahead and follow us, because we have more episodes coming. We've got really good, really interesting people who are on the docket to be interviewed next. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate a review. Um, Five stars is nice, but I won't ask for too much, so any interaction is nice, honestly. I'm an introvert, and I just appreciate somebody talking to me. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for watching again. if you're watching, we're on YouTube. But if you're just listening, thank you for listening. Yes. I'll see you guys next week.
1: Thanks, guys.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.